glory to Jesus um, good evening everybody I hope that we are fine I hope that we are enjoying this season you know it's the fourth day of the fast we hope that we have been praying been studying the word we've also been enjoying the cool weather that <laughs> God has provided us with you know such a good compliment to a time like this you know when you're studying the word and praying you know and the weather is just cool there's no unnecessary heat just coolness everywhere hallelujah um over the last three days we've been discussing on following god's plan for your life the first day pastor victory shared with us how that we are running our race watched by a great cloud of witnesses and how that should spur us on as believers to continue in the things that God has uh, set for us to do. He spoke about um, laying aside every weight on the second day, laying aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us, you know, and you know one of the take comes from there is that you know god god is not uh, going to cast you out just because you've done wrong but your heart will not be in the right place you'll be avoiding fellowship you know it's more or less like when you offend somebody who really cares about you there's just the way you you want to avoid that person you know and and that's not what god wants for you that's why you know you're being admonished to stay away from sin, stay away from all the things that, you know, uh, weigh you down, the things that don't allow you to follow God's word. You know, I also shared with us yesterday how we can live a spirit-filled life, how we can um, follow God consistently and know His plan, and we cannot do that without living a life that is filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, one of the things I, I, I mentioned is that you, you you can have the Holy Spirit and not be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling on your inside. But if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, you won't have the Holy Spirit controlling the way you live. Today, I want to share with us on how we can walk in the light of God's Word. You know, God's Word is light. God's Word is light. It illuminates the darkness that's one of the things that we need to come to know uh, concerning the word of god you see the whole world exists in the vacuum of darkness generally and when people talk about this darkness you know we're not talking about physical tangible darkness in which uh, case you would be talking about the absence of physical light but you know we are spirit beings and so when we talk about darkness we're talking about spiritual darkness you see darkness in itself is a form of knowledge you see it's not all evil and you know when you consider evil you think of uh, ujuju and things like that so masquerades and demons and spirits you know that's not all there is about darkness darkness can be something that is seemingly so harmless in itself it's just a form of knowledge that we get in our minds that does not allow us to walk in the fullness of the purpose of god for our lives and so it is the word of god that brings light you know from the beginning god declared light when god said let there be light what he was saying was that the word of god illuminates you know you will discover that it wasn't until later that he created 
um, the sun and the moon and the stars you know so what god created in that first day was not just uh was not light in the sense of a physical light it was it was him speaking forth the knowledge of god over the darkness that existed you know at the time and then that darkness was able to you know <laughs> to disperse by reason of the presence of light you know but that's the discussion for another day i don't want to go into that now what i want to do is to help us see that um, we can walk in the light of God's word. You know, uh, the first thing we need to know and understand is that um, we are new creations. Yes, and the Bible says that we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. Another portion says we have been translated from the the kingdom of darkness into the marvelous light. And so, when we when we see Scripture in that sense, we understand that there has been a paradigm shift a real move of the spirit you know second corinthians 5 17 says that um yes second corinthians 5 17 says um, that we are new creations all things have passed away and all things are now new you know and the newness that we have in Christ is the reawakening of his spirit, the spirit of God within us. And so now we know that, you know, of course, if you have been again a member of Discovery Center, you know that uh, man is a spirit, you know, has a soul and lives in a body. You know, prior to the time when Jesus Christ made the sacrifice for us and prior to the time that we gave ourselves to jesus and we accepted the life of god before that time we were living as soulish beings in the sense that we didn't have a quickened spirit our spirits were not alive they were not reconciled to the father and so our soul was made strong based on the desires of the flesh but now that we are spirit all those things have passed away we now live as spirit beings and there is a new pattern to living as a new creation there's a new pattern to living as a new creation let's look at galatians chapter 5 galatians chapter 5 galatians chapter 2 sorry galatians chapter 2 verse 20 it says i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i but christ lives in me and the life which i now live in the flesh i live by the faith of the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me hallelujah that's the new pattern of the life that we now live even though we are alive in the flesh we know that the life that we live is christ living in us that is the new pattern of life we have christ is alive in us we are embodiments of christ our spirits are connected to christ our lives work our words everything is connected to christ so that's the life that we live and you know i want to i want you to take note of what he says he says and the life which i now live in the flesh i live by the faith of the son of god and i always like to every time i say i want to point to the source of faith many people think that faith is uh, some abstract concept you know but the bible never said that faith is evidential faith is something that we can substantiate faith is something that we have 
with us. And how do we know faith? We know it from the source. The Bible in Romans 10, 17 says that faith comes by hearing the word of God. So it's as simple as that. Anytime you see uh, faith, translate it as meaning coming from the word of God. What I have from the word of God. The promises I have from the word of God. The understanding I have from the word of God. That is what uh, faith is. And when you look at this, when it says the life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I generally just translate that to mean I live this life by hearing the word of God, by the word of God. That's what it means. So then we live this life by hearing the word of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. So that the life we live in Christ is patterned after the word of God of God hallelujah hallelujah glory to Jesus and you know when we get this understanding we now realize that we cannot live selfish lives anymore we can't live selfish lives anymore you know it's not just uh, um, interior decoration or exterior decoration to just call yourself a Christian or you call yourself a believer you know many times we live superficial lives in the sense that we think uh, you know if I just give my life to Christ you know he will be in my corner and then I'll you know I will go to him at any time I want for what I need you know that's not what uh, God wants you know the Apostle James said it that when you ask you do not receive because you ask a means to satisfy the desires of your own flesh God does not exist to satisfy the desires of your flesh God exists to satisfy the desires that you have in him that's one thing the Bible says uh, uh, um, those who come to God must believe that he is that he exists and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him not those who seek themselves not those who seek their own you know it's more or less like um, how do I describe this uh, do you know those people who come to your whatsapp status or into your DM and say uh, please my friend is in a competition uh, help us to open this link and click on the link and like the page or something like that you know you have absolutely no relationship with the page you don't even know if it's something that goes with your values they will just you know <laughs> come to you for instance uh, maybe somebody is in a beauty pageant and you don't do beauty pageants but you, you the person now sends the message to you and you know you don't do it but then they, they can some of them can, can even come to ask you why didn't you like my page why didn't you <laughs> you know they are not living <laughs> hallelujah they are not doing this thing by your own desires they just want their own desires to be fulfilled and it's really not about you which is weird and that's how we treat god sometimes you know we just go to him and just bombard him you know god like my project god support my project god like my activity god you see what i'm doing now you know i want you to prosper it i want you to bless it you know and that's not the kind of life we have inherited hallelujah the life that we have inherited is a christ-like life and so we must live it the way christ did you know let's open our bibles again you know i'll, I'll make this short for today glory to god hallelujah first john first john chapter 2 verse 6 he says, He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. You know, uh, let's 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 read it from verse 
from verse 1 my little children these things i write unto you that ye sin not and if any man sin we have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous you know we have this assurance that jesus christ is our advocate with the father so that even when uh, there, there are faults in our lives you know we can still boldly go back to the father knowing that jesus christ the righteous stands as an advocate for the bible says he's the propitiation the continuous offering for our sins and not for ours alone but also for the sins of the whole world and hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments he that says i know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him but whosoever keeps his word in him verily is the love of god made perfect hereby know we that we are in him he who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked hallelujah what that part is saying that those who claim <laughs> those who claim that they love god those who claim those who claim that they know god must walk must abide in the same way in which he walked while he was on the earth you know this cannot be a far-reaching concept for anyone who truly believes that yes jesus christ's life is the life that i have those who say they live in god should live their lives as jesus christ did his life on the earth was patterned in the manner that god would want and that life is a pattern for us now i'm not saying you know you will now wait till you are 30 years old and then you'll be looking for someone to crucify you and you know that's not what i'm saying hallelujah there's a way in which jesus christ lived his life and it was in obedience to the word of god he followed that pattern you know why he had an understanding that god is the one who knows the beginning from the end god created every one of us and that transitioned him into an understanding that he will only do what the father wills hallelujah you know it's more or less like when you when you move from when you move from here to another country or another state it doesn't necessarily change the kind of ideologies you have the kind of person you are however if you move uh from nigeria and you go to the united states for instance when you go to canada for instance all of a sudden you become very law-abiding become very obedient you know it's because your culture has changed your system has changed and uh, um what many people do when they come to christ when they claim that they are christians is just to transition from one state to another but still within the same jurisdiction what the new creation has is a total transportation from one jurisdiction into another you have left the old you are in a new system you know it's like um, let me use this analogy just so that you can understand when you bought your first phone it probably was a java phone or a symbian and you know was a multi-tap keypad and then we started having touch screen phones and you began to learn that as well and then we got to the face of uh, androids and you know blackberries and you could ac- accommodate learning that you see uh, um, when you when you learned to use android it was easy for you to move from a techno phone to an infinix phone or to uh, maybe 
I don't I don't know any other Android phone you know because the operating system is still largely the same and so regardless you might find new features of course maybe the camera is greater it's better but you you don't really need to go and look at the manual to say um, I want to learn how to use an Android phone all over again no you might learn the phone but the operating system is still the same however you know and, I, and I've shared this in church before if you were to move from an Android phone to a to uh, an iPhone, for instance, it's a whole total system change. The upgrade is different. The the interface is different. The system is just something new, and you will have to take your your time to begin to understand how this thing works. That's how the life of the spirit is. When we have been transported from you know living as the old creation the old man is dead and gone we take it off we come into the new man we then pattern our lives the way the new man lives you know the bible calls jesus the author and the finisher of our faith so when we live in that faith we are following a script that jesus christ has written for us hallelujah and so it says that those who claim those who say that they abide or that they live in him should also walk in him you know and we are grateful that we are we have not been left without a pattern jesus christ gave us the word you know god gave us the word jesus christ himself is the word of god so we know how to do things we know how to live life hallelujah so how did jesus christ live jesus christ lived uh, by the word if we open our bibles again to john chapter 5 hallelujah glory to jesus glory to jesus John chapter 5 verse 19 chapter 5 verse 19 said then answered Jesus and said unto him verily I say unto you the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do for what things soever he doeth this also doeth the son likewise hallelujah he says in verse 20 says for the father loves the son and shows him all things that he does and he will show him greater works than this that you may be that you may marvel hallelujah you know jesus christ patterned his life in his life after the life of the father hallelujah he was a man of the word of god you know even as it existed you know many people believe that jesus christ um um just had so many divine uh, qualities maybe he was a god man i don't believe so even while he was on earth he called himself the son of man he called himself the son of man the son of man in the sense that he has qualities of a man and he is here to show that even man can achieve you know this life hallelujah so jesus christ didn't have divine powers he was not a magician you know that's why every time that he did something and the disciples marveled he would say oh ye of little faith he did these things by the word of god he did these things by believing the word of god he studied the word of god you know at age 12 he was already debating scriptures the truth uh, of scriptures with elders so it was not like he, he was some magician 
you would notice that every time the disciples would do something, they would say, oh, ye of little faith. You know, if you had faith like, as small as a mustard seed, you would say unto the mountain. So he was constantly challenging them by his life that this thing that I have is not special to me. I have a calling. Yes, my calling is to die for all of man. But you see this life that I'm living, these miracles that I'm working, these things that are happening, this holiness that I carry, they are by the faith that I have in the Father. They are by the faith that I have in the Father. In verse 30 of John chapter 5, he says, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I do not seek to do my own will, but the will of the Father who has sent me. Hallelujah. That was the way Jesus Christ lived life. That was the way Jesus Christ lived life. You know, he lived in full understanding, in full knowledge of the word of God. Okay? Outside of that, there was nothing special about him. He was just a man who was full of the word of God, who was full of obedience to the word of God. You know, the Bible says that the, the Christ was a, a person of the word. You know, and he knew what had been written and revealed concerning him you know he quoted scriptures a lot he quoted psalms a lot uh, you know just to show that see he didn't exist by by sheer existence by sheer need for existence he came by prophecy and he came to fulfill prophecy what was written concerning him you know in luke chapter 24 from verse 13 to 35 a profound story of jesus appearing to two disciples on the road to Emmaus. As they debated, you know, Jesus Christ appeared to them and they were confused. They were telling him how confused they were. They thought that Jesus Christ would come and redeem Israel, save Israel from the Romans, you know. But this Jesus Christ had now gone and died. Like, <laughs> and there was just some confusion about it. Like, how, how is it that the person we looked up to to redeem us just died? And Jesus Christ responded saying, O ye foolish uh, people, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things? It was it was saying that this is this this is what the word of God said would happen to the Christ. This is what the word of God said would happen to the Christ. How do you want to bring your own interpretation into what the word of God says? How is it that whenever we we talk about what God can do, it is only what is in your mind that you're thinking of, and not just what the will of God provides for. Hallelujah. Not just what is written in scriptures. And so the Bible says he began from Moses unto the prophets to explain to them things concerning himself. You know, Jesus did not do magic. He did not open the, the, his hands. He did not wave and say, oh, look at, um, see, now receive sight. You know, he expanded scriptures to them. That's how to know the will of God. That's how to know the word of God. That's how to know purpose. That's how to know what you ought to do you open up scriptures you open up scriptures hallelujah you open up scriptures and that's what jesus christ did he opened up the scriptures to them and began to expound the bible says he began to teach you see so christ was a man of the the word of god and that's how we ought to be and like i said at the beginning the moment you get it into your understanding the moment you accept it that yes the life i live is no longer my own the life i live is now christ you know you will be able to easily differentiate between your own desires and the desires of God. You know, in Hebrews chapter 4, the Bible says that the word of God is 
living and quick, sharper than any two-edged sword, rightly dividing between uh, bone and marrow and spirit and soul. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, that part only goes to show that the more you study the word of god the more you'll be able to recognize what is your own desire and what is the desire of god you know it's not a deep thing many times we are praying god show me god i want to see you i want to see this vision you know uh, show me things concerning me i want to i want to know i want to understand uh, give me dreams you know and then you pray those prayers just before you sleep then you now put your bible under your pillow and then you will sleep you now be expecting a revelation in the dream but you don't open your bible you don't open the word of god you don't find out the will of god you see there are so many things that the word of god says concerning us already yet we don't know if you if you just type in any google search and say this is the just type will of god for instance will of god and see all the scriptures that come out you know you will realize that you are far away from receiving visions because god is not about to waste his vision on a person who has not given himself to the word of god you know like pastor victory said if god wants to talk to you nine out of ten times it will be from the word of god nine out of ten times those odds are too huge for you to not study the word of god how is it that somebody wrote you a letter concerning things that you know are on his heart but you don't read the letter then you now call him on the phone and say ah i want you to tell me what's going on with you what was on your mind you know uh, can you can you just share with me the things that are on your mind i just want to know you know i really care you know the person will know that you actually don't care because if you if you really care you will have read the letter that i sent that's how you know most of us relate with god you know and if you see uh hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 again i want to read it for the word of god is quick and powerful and sharper than any double-edged sword it pierces even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the art hallelujah you see the, the more you yield yourself to studying the word of god the more you receive illumination concerning what to do the first thing to know is that yes your life is no longer your own you have a purpose in christ and when you have that understanding the world will become clearer see i don't have anything against people you know trying to acquire skills as a matter of fact that's what i do for a living teach people new skills teach people new things let them be able to gain new abilities you know but your abilities or your skills should not define your purpose yes it is your purpose that should define the use of your abilities and your skills the person that you are is what you're supposed to be so when you look at the fact that yes i am a child of god i have jesus christ residing residing on my inside i have the holy spirit within me then you know that the kind of person you are ought to do things differently from the world hallelujah you ought to do things differently from from the world you know just like christ did he knew the prophecies concerning him he knew everything uh, that he was supposed to do to redeem israel he did not allow the world sway him you know there was a time when he he had preached so much he had taught so well he had done so many miracles the bible says they wanted to pick him up and make him a king by force you know at that stage so many people will have said ah wow this is the combination of my ministry i mean yes it's not even a bad thing i mean let me i mean i can lead these people this is yes 
But Jesus did not say that. You know why? Because he knew the will of God. He knew the purpose for which God, you know, had sent him to the earth. And he was focused on it by studying the word of God. Hallelujah. By studying the word of God. Hallelujah. So you also need to know the plan that he has for you. And this is redemption. The promises that he has for you. The purposes that he has for you. And you can only get it through the word of God. You know, the word of God is light. Psalm 119 is the longest chapter of the Bible. And it is dedicated to glorifying the word of God. The people of old, they knew, they knew the importance, they knew the the real deal about the word of God. And so they edified the word of God, you know, they glorified the word of God, I mean. They glorified the word of God, they studied it, you know. These people had their way of venerating uh, the word of God in such a way as to show that, uh, wow, this word of God is the real deal, you know. Uh, There were times whenever they would write the words of God, if they were transcribing, maybe they were creating other parchments, and they get to the point where they want to write uh, the name of the Lord, they will stop what they are doing, they will get new uh, quills, they will get new ink, they will go and have their bath, and then come and write Yahweh, and then they will burn everything. They will burn all the pens that they used to write that. They would burn the addresses and then they can now continue writing every other thing. That's how much they, they, they glorified God, you know. All those were just rules, you, you know, that they created for themselves in, this, in, in, in a way as to show that they, they reverenced God. But for us now, the way we choose to, the way we have been asked to reverence God is to submit to the Word of God. To submit to the Word of God, to learn His ways, to learn the ways of Christ, to walk therein, to walk in the revealed Word of God, to walk in the revealed will of God. The Bible says that we are saved to do good works prepared for us before by God. Not works that you prepared for yourself. You know, so many times, many of you, you know, you just, I'm, I'm, I'm doing Vision 2020, <laughs> you know, all those who did Vision 2020, I don't think any one of them included coronavirus in Vision 2020, you know, saying this, ah, by 2020, I will have my house, you know, I'll be living on Banana Island, you know, I will have created my own plantain island, you know, just to, I mean, they don't bring in God, yet they pray. And my point is, what are you praying for? When you are asking God to show you His will, are you really invested in, in finding out what the will of God is? Then you would spend more time in the Word of God. You will spend more time in the Word of God. The Word of God is what shows us the way to go. Hallelujah. Now, there is a, there is a renewal of purpose when we study the Word of God. When we when we open up our minds to the, the the reception of the word of God, you know, let's look at Romans chapter twelve. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus, glory to God. Romans chapter twelve, you know, it's a very popular uh, uh, portion, uh, verses one and two. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you can prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. You know, 
Pastor Richie shared something with us on on the first day about how the the Bible is written. Of course, the Bible is not written in chapters and verses. It's you know the book of Romans is one huge letter. Amen. And the person who wrote the letter I didn't expect that you read one portion today. Then you say, Ah, I'm done for today. We'll come back tomorrow. No, it's supposed to be continuous. And then number two, when you see the word therefore or so or uh, therein, you know that you should look at the preceding text, you know, to get a clearer picture. So I, I will take all of us back to uh, chapter 11 of Romans and we'll see from verse 26 what it says, it says and so all israel shall be saved as it is written they shall come out of zion the deliverer and shall turn away ungodliness from jacob it says for this is my covenant unto them i shall take away their sins according to the good news they are enemies for your sake but as touching the election they are beloved for the father's sake he said for the gifts and calling of god are without repentance for as ye in time past have not believed god yet have now obtained mercy through their unbelief even so have this also now not believed that through your mercy they also may obtain mercy now verse 32 says for god has concluded them all in all belief that he might have mercy upon all Verse 33 says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways are past finding out. For who had known the mind of the Lord or who had been his counselor or who had first given to him and it shall be recompensated or recompensed unto him again. For of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. You know, when you read the scripture, you get a picture of the magnificence of god the amazing power of god the bible says that he has a depth of riches and wisdom and knowledge that no one can search out no one can search out and when you say no one can search out, what he means is that no one can of their own you know discover that level of knowledge that level of wisdom you know and he's saying through him you know verse 36 says for of him through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever and ever all the things that you're searching for all the things that are causing you to be so agitated with life they all come from god you know god created everything god has the depth of you know if you heard today that there's somebody that can solve all the problems of your life you would want to go to that person if you hear today that the person who set your exam questions for instance wants to have a one-on-one session with you before the exam you will attend because your mind will be maybe will reveal secrets we drop words of wisdom for you you know now the bible is saying god the one who created all of the earth he has such you know wisdom and knowledge that no one can search out does it not make sense that you would approach him to know the purpose for your life for which you were created to know the plan that he has for you you know his will for you does it not make sense that he will be the one you would consult to know his ways to know his will to know his plans and purposes hallelujah that's why he says therefore by the mercies of god present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god he says that is your reasonable service don't be conformed to the world be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may do what prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God? You know, and I always tell people this. I don't believe that God has three wills. I don't believe that there's a good will and then there's an acceptable will and then there's a perfect will. You see, if you study this scripture, it says, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Will is used in the singular term. Hallelujah. You didn't say what is the good and acceptable and perfect wills of God. 
if if god had different categories he would have said that okay i have three categories of wills this one is my good will this one is my acceptable will this is my perfect will the reason is because what is good is perfect what is acceptable to god is perfect what is perfect to god is perfect and so the will of god it is good yes it is acceptable yes it is perfect hallelujah you see you if you would make a mistake of interpretation if you say that god's will is good but is not acceptable or god's will is acceptable but it is not good and perfect or that god's will is perfect but it is not acceptable and good you would contradict the personality of god so the will of god is good and acceptable and perfect hallelujah but that's not even where i'm going i want to go to verse 3 of romans 12 it says for i say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you he says for because of what i'm because of these things verse 1 and 2 i am now saying through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think but think soberly hallelujah <laughs> you know one of the things that some people are you know they and it can happen to many people who are so talented who have giftings particularly in the church maybe you are the only person that has a good voice you are the only person that can that can drum or you are the only person that can do video recording you know you just have talents you know you will now begin to you know you are a very very important part of the church if you don't come to church ah they will take you know if now what can happen if i don't come to church what can happen they can't do anything they need me you know that attitude does not belong in the body of christ it says don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think but think soberly according as god had dealt to every man that measure of faith hallelujah he's saying think according to the measure of faith think according to the faith of god within you and you know what i said concerning faith whenever you see faith think of it as from the source the word of god he's saying think soberly according to the word of god so simple so simple and straightforward so your thoughts should be processed along the line of the word of god your thoughts should be processed in the way the word of god you know uh, uh, shapes the man of faith hallelujah because faith comes from the word of god so if you're seeing how god has dealt with you every the measure of faith that god has dealt with you is think according to the knowledge of god's word that you have that you have received hallelujah glory to jesus so there is no there is no pride there is no pride in the body of christ hallelujah so uh, you can't be you can't lack deliberation you can't be uh, uh you can't lack diligence if you want to follow god if you want to walk in the light of god's word it's impossible it's impossible you must commit yourself to the word of god hallelujah let's just take uh, a few uh, more portions of scripture just to show you how this benefits you greatly you know some of some some of us you know sometimes we think we are doing god a favor you know when we are reading the bible like god see you have marked attendance today you know i hope you feel good i've read my bible today you know that's not what that's not what um the attitude of a believer should be hallelujah you know psalm 119 is such a beautiful portion of scripture if you read it it's the longest but you just see the many many benefits of the word of god so the word is a lamp unto my feet uh, you know you know that you are able to know which way uh, to go but you will see 
chapter uh, in of course sorry chapter 119 in verse 9 it says how shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to your word hallelujah so the word of god brings cleansing hallelujah and the first step to light is to reveal is to send darkness away to send darkness away when light comes darkness cannot stand okay so, so many of you know that you know you're living in in terrible knowledge there are so many things that you're doing you know that you yourself you know is wrong but you just don't know how you know to go about it it is the word of god you need it is the word of god you need you need to get back into the word it says how shall a man cleanse his way you know of course when it says how shall a young man you, should, you know it should have, have appeal you know or apply to uh, the young women as well the, what the bible is saying is not that men are walking in impurity and women are clean you know it's, it's a general term how shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed thereto according to thy word says a man who walks according to the word of god cannot miss his step that's light that's light that's life hallelujah and this life is jesus you know in revelation chapter 22 the bible says that when jesus christ appeared upon him was the title the word of god you see so the word of god is the title of jesus that's who jesus christ is and so he's a light bearer in himself he's the light the full light you know and that's what john wrote of if you open your bibles to uh, john chapter 1 you see the short poem at the beginning of I like to call it a poem because it, it reads like a poem anyways. In John chapter 1, from verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. I mean, all things were made by this Word of God. So, even, even if you want to acquire things, you know, it's not by... Uh, acquiring to perspire perspiring to acquire your desire is by going to god god is the person who reveals the things hallelujah you know so you just perspire you just you just sweat and die you know <laughs> hallelujah every day we're like ah such a struggle this life this life ah, ah i don't understand you know but the word of god has counsel has counsel for every area of your life glory to god says all things were made by him all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made that thing that you haven't pursued so much it was created by god hallelujah and the light in, in, in verse 4 it says in him was life and the life was the light of men and so we have received the quickened spirit in him and that that life that life that we have in the spirit is jesus christ it says in him was life so we have jesus christ on in our inside by the indwelling of the holy spirit and the life was the light of men and the light shines in darkness and the darkness comprehends it not hallelujah glory to jesus do you know what that is saying it says that inside you the lord lives inside you the holy spirit lives and in you there is no darkness so when you turn up darkness cannot stand hallelujah when you turn up darkness cannot stand when you turn up darkness cannot stand that's the life that you have say that's my life that's my life 
The life of Christ is my life. The life of Christ is my life. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And so you must pay the most earnest heed to the word of God. You must give it the pride of place. You know, the, the, the Bible is not... <laughs> and thank God for the pandemic. If you have been really taking stock of your life, you should have made some redress by now. You know, you know some of us... It was Sunday that was saving us. Sunday and Wednesday Bible hangout. You know, those are the times when our Bible see the light of day. Like, ah, today I will read Bible. You know, some of us, our pastors have really helped us. You know, we have relied so much on it. But <laughs> this thing is not dependent on how good your pastor is or how great your pastor is. It depends on how, how close you are to the word of God. In fact, your pastor can say some things that may not be true, you know, but when you have the word of God and you have a relationship with it, you know, the Bible speaks about the Berean Christians, you know, it said they were noble. And whenever they heard the teachings of Paul, they would go back and study the word of God to find out if these things were true. Hallelujah. And you know, you would understand that those kind of people, they would grow. They would grow immeasurably. They had the the quality of life that suggested that they were invested in knowing God and knowing God's purpose for their life. Hallelujah. The Bible also says a man who walks according to the word is blessed. Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. You see that evil, uh, evil is not necessarily uh, witchcraft and, and all those things. It is from taking the wrong advice. It is from standing around you know, with the wrong crowd. You know, It says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, doesn't stand in the way of sinners, doesn't sit in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in this law he meditates day and night. He says, His delight is in the law of God. You know, there, there, there was a time when uh, in, in, in old Israel, whenever they even opened the scripture, people would just rise up on their feet, you know, because the word of God was about to be read. You see, people they would bow, you know, and just giving so much credence, so much credibility, so much integrity, so much uh, uh, um, appraisal of the of the integrity, the power of the word of God. His delight is in the law of the Lord. He delights in it. He says, wow, I'm about to study my Bible. Oh my God. I'm so joyful. You know, you turn off your phone. You just shut the world down. And you know, you focus on studying the word of God. That's what it means. You know, I mean, it, I, I just, I buy Bibles because uh, um, when I, when I, run out of space in the old one or i've marked and marked and the bible is torn you know i need a new one let me continue to study and study you know there's never there's no you, there's no end to the study of the word of god something you take delight in that thing does not even need to change form you are just delighted in it hallelujah you know you can ask those who are married you know those who are i don't know those who are dating you know it, it's not like they are their spouses or their girlfriends or their boyfriends change shape every day you know they just delight in that person that person has not changed form but there's a character there's just something about that person that makes them happy that makes them joyful it keeps them going back you know for more they are communicating maybe it's the communication you enjoy maybe it's the the stories that she tells maybe it's the way she writes you know this just you just your delight is in in that person you know you're not just going to wake up one morning and say ah she's just the same old person 
Why am I delighted in that? You know, that's not the attitude that you have towards someone that you love. And so that's what it, the Word of God is saying here too. The man who is blessed is one who has constant delight in the law of the Lord. And in this law does he meditate day and night. The same thing says it says in Joshua chapter 1 uh, verse 8, you know. And I remember sharing at prayer meeting and watchtower service on Tuesday that see when the word of God says meditate what it means is to recite to murmur you are constantly speaking it you are constantly confessing it you're not just you didn't just read it you know and say I've, I've, I've marked my devotional for today you know some people will be waiting ah, they've not sent devotional on the church group let's know where we are reading you know, read it ah, I've read it how many chapters two chapters they are okay very good and where is the um, um, word for today or where is uh, um, daddy Gio's devotional you know that's not that's not what it is i mean those things are good they are great and they help you to to begin to cultivate a habit of studying the word of god but that's not really how to be blessed by the word those who are blessed by the word they delight in the word of god and they meditate on it day and night you know you must get to a point with the word of god that if you if you sneeze it is the word of God that will come out. Hallelujah. If you sneeze, it is the word of God that will come out. That's what that's what, if somebody pinches you, the word of God will come out like you are just overflowing with it. Hallelujah. You are overflowing with the word of God. Glory to Jesus. That's what the word of God says. That's what the Bible says. You know, if we if we take Jesus, just look at um Joshua. Hallelujah. Joshua chapter chapter one. You know. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 God. You know, we walk in the light of the world. We walk in the light of the word of God. We walk in the promises of God for us. We walk in the light of glory. There's, there's delight in it. There's light. We take delight in the word of God. We take delight in the word of God. We take delight in the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Ha. Joshua chapter 1. Verse 8, you know, many of us know it already. And God was admonishing uh, Joshua and says, Study this book of instruction continually, meditate on it day and night, so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me explain it this way. There are many people who succeed uh, in, in human terms and like I always say, that's not true success. The person who really succeeds, who really prospers, is the person who prospers according to the will of God. Amen. That's true success. You see, humans are preemptive. We believe that we are the ones who can define the parameters of success and failure. That's why it is imbalanced. That's why it cannot be balanced. Some people will view Dangote as a successful person. You know, others will view Pastor Adeboy as a successful person. You know, but God's parameters for success are not man-made. Hallelujah. So when God is telling you that only then, only when you study and meditate the word of the Lord, that's only when you prosper and succeed in all you do, then I think it's something that we must take seriously. You see, even in, in uh, First John, in Third John, I mean, um, when John wrote, to, wrote the letter, he says, I hope that you are prospering and in good health, even as your soul prospers. You know, it was, he, he mentioned that there's that 
there is a primacy your soul prospers according to the word of god yet and then your health your wealth your finances you know catch up but the primary place must be that you are succeeding in the word of god you are succeeding in your soul you are learning christ you are living the way christ lives so it is a spiritual uh, uh, success a spiritual prosperity hallelujah glory to jesus but it cannot but manifest in the physical hallelujah that's that's just simply the word of god here he says you will study and you will meditate in order to prosper and succeed in all you do how much more then when we see this kind of thing why would we not not want to study the word of god why would we not want to study the word of god you know and the, the faith that you have is dependent on the word of god you know so many times I, I wonder when when people say I'm believing God for something, I'm believing God for this. I always wonder if they back it up with the word, if their faith is something, uh, if the faith that they profess is from the word of God. You see, the best way to even receive from God is to ask according to the word of God. To ask according to the word of God is to study the word of God and then pattern your purpose according to it. That's when you will really receive from God. Hallelujah. You know. You know, if you take time, if you take time, you know, as we are fasting now, you know, your spirit is more sensitive to instruction. Your spirit is more sensitive and receptive to the instruction for the word of God. Take time out. Study the word of God. Read the epistles. You know, read the gospels. Come to the Old Testament. Read Genesis. You begin to understand, you know, the, 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 the things that God was doing. And then, you know, there's a clearer revelation for you. And then you will discover the purpose of God for you. You will know his will. You will know his will concerning man. You will know his will concerning you. And then you'll be able to even pray with boldness. You'll be able to pray with boldness because you won't be praying and means you'll be able to ask God, you know, for him to tell you to reveal things to you. And then he is able to do so. You know, because there will now be a level of a level of understanding that this young man depends on me. You know, your your life will actually really reflect that you depend on me. And then you will commit it to you. You see that the, the Bible is the simplest thing that you can actually receive if you will just have the heart that is in sync with God and you believe that you know this word of God is what created me this word of God is what created the whole world if I pattern my life according to it there is prosperity and success in it there is prosperity and success in meditating consistently on the word of God then you will do it then you will do it hallelujah glory to Jesus I want to thank God for uh, the opportunity to share this word to you i think the pastorate as well i want to i want to commend us to to the ends the grace of god you know and i i I ask us to just at this time you know take time take time to spend in the word of god you know like pastor victory says soak your tongue in tongues you know soak your minds in the word of god hallelujah you know don't leave any room for the devil to take hold or have a foothold in your life just saturate yourself completely you know with the 